You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasinick, and we're here live from Los Angeles all week, doing shows Monday through Friday, which will be 6 p.m. L.A. time, 9 p.m. New York time. Um, today we have Kamala Lobo, aka Tropic of Cancer, and on Tuesday we have Israel Vines, Wednesday is Lee Curtis, Thursday is Les Mord, and Friday is M. Gettys Gangris. So uh, very excited to be here in LA and uh, get the week started, and thanks for joining us, Kamala. Yeah, thanks for having uh, me. It's good to have you here. It's been a little while since I've seen you. A little bit. Yeah, I think we were just talking about, I think the last time you played The Bunker was maybe when you did that DJ set or maybe it was when you did the live set in the front room. I think it was like one of the uh, very, wasn't that one of the very first Tropic of Cancer? I think it was like the first Tropic of Cancer show in New York. Oh yeah. But you brought me out uh, a couple years before that um, to play. Actually, it was probably exactly a year ago because I think it wasn't it a Halloween night. Yeah. I played uh, at Output. Black Mood set. Yeah, at Output. That's yeah. right. Um, or no, was it Output? I don't know. You were on the output rooftop and we were doing a bunker party somewhere else and you oh, came out oh, after the live show. Yeah. And I feel like that was the first time I'd actually seen you in a long time, but it's been, I feel yeah. like it's been a very long time since you played at the bunker. Very um, long time. Yeah. yeah. I think years. that's why I was saying, I remember that. I feel like that was actually one of like the first Tropic of Cancer live things, right? In, in New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you do Tropic of Cancer, when you're making the music in the studio, it's it's your it's your project, right? It's your solo totally thing. But when you when you're out on the road, how how does that you you have band members you tour with? Yeah, I've had kind of a aside from one core member, um, my friend Taylor Birch, who I've been with for several several years, playing in her band, and she's playing in my band. Um, you know, I kind of have people working on production and, you know, sound engineering and then, uh, you know, being a part of the live set here and there. Um, my friend Joshua Eustace was in the band for a little bit in the live uh, in the live performance. And most recently, I have a sound engineer, Joseph Cockrell. Uh, he goes by Bonehead now, but um, he's uh, he's also a part of the, the core group at this point doing uh, live sound. So why why are you touring with all these people? Uh, you know, first and foremost, they're the people in life I trust the most. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, my friend Taylor uh, has been just a, a really great support and awesome friend uh, for like five or six years now. And uh, her band, Vodamos, was a big influence for me initially. And we became friends just, you know, kind of by fate. And um, it's just been a really good pairing. There's never any drama. I mean, aside from like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, losing stuff and stuff like that on tour and the, the normal pitfalls of touring with your friends after, uh, you know, several years. But, you know, we've just we've just stuck close and we hang out with music. We hang out around art and uh, it's just a, a good core group. So when you're on the road, are you usually because I know bands are often like on the road in a van or something going from city to city because it's mm. too expensive to fly everybody around. Are you guys flying <laughs> we're <laughs> flying you? yeah we fly a lot yeah um you know i guess unfortunately and fortunately we don't have a huge like american presence at this time so i think you know a van tour around 
you know, North America or whatever would totally make sense. But, um, you know, Europe is just the big draw for us and, um, we get treated really well there. So, um, you know, by fans and promoters and it's just a really great experience to go out there. Um, and so, yeah, flights is, is where we are. We'd like trains a lot in Europe. Trains are definitely like the most optimal method of transport. Um, but we did, we've done a couple van tours, uh, you know, around Germany and Amsterdam and whatnot. So okay. we've done it. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking it's very expensive to fly a bunch of people from city to city. It is. Yeah. And it's trying, you know, on us <laughs> Yeah, and everybody. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think, I think we're going to try to focus on trains from here on out. Yeah, that but makes it's, sense. You I could, think I it's mean, as long hard. as you plan the tour, That's it takes what I was some just gonna say. very keen tour planning. Exactly. It's hard when you're kind of mapping out, uh, you know, a tour schedule. We're usually, usually, excuse me, playing, you know, a couple key festivals and they're always like weird conflicting cities and dates. And it's like, oh, this just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, I, have, I mean, I've been touring a lot myself the last couple of years and sometimes it's really, like, mm-hmm. I just booked my flights for December and I'm going to Tbilisi, Georgia. Oh. For the second time and that's like i mean yeah it's there's no easy way to get there from anywhere in europe no and i'm playing there two days three days before christmas and trying to make it like home to christmas to see my girlfriend it's like a it's literally a two-day journey involving like overnight hotels and layovers in turkey and all it's just yeah it's insane sometimes when we go out to europe we're always kind of bookending it with I think last time it was Tel Aviv, um, you know, right. Israel, it's kind of the same situation. It's one of those things where it's like, well, it's really out of the way. So fuck the logistics. I guess we'll just deal with the just flights. do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, get the frequent flyer miles. Exactly. Get your status. Um, so we were talking before the show about your radio show. Why don't we mm. talk about that a little bit? Because that sounded really interesting. So you have a fairly newish radio show on NTS here in LA. Yeah, it's been about a year now. Okay, um, so it's not that new. Yeah, it feels new because every time I get behind the mic, I feel crazy. Um, but it's it's basically the premise is it's a dedication show. Um, and it's called Cry Later. And it was based on the, the format of like the old school... Uh, DJ Art LeBeau, who's been doing dedication shows for like years and years. And I grew up listening to dedication shows on Hot 92.3 or whatever it was at the time. Right. Um, and he came on every night at 7 p.m. And so it was a big thing for my sisters and I. We just kind of lay around and wait for someone to potentially dedicate a song uh, to <laughs> one of us, which had happened to one of my sisters. We were really happy for her and super jealous. How many sisters um, did you have? I or have, do you have? I, I have three sisters and a brother. Wow. Yeah. So that was the deal. And we grew up in San Pedro, which is like a really big part of like low rider culture. And, um, you know, old school R&B is like a huge part of, of that culture as well. So it was just all around us and um, something we really loved. So I think all my life, this was like what I wanted to do is have this show to help people connect to each other. And, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to speak to someone face to face and I guess we don't really have those pitfalls now because we all text and stuff. But yeah, um, back in the day, uh, you just sent someone a song, and so I'm trying to keep that alive. So how do you? Out. How do you? You you were saying you collect the songs. <laughs> you go into the show knowing it's not people aren't calling in. You, you how do you collect these dedications? So I have an email address, um, 
it's crying later at gmail.com just to shameless plug it there yeah go for it <laughs> uh sometimes dedications are few and far between but randomly at certain months i'll have you know up to 10 dedications in my inbox and kind of have to plan a set around that and move some dedications around to the next month it's a monthly show but it's been really inspiring to kind of see people play along you know for lack of a better word yeah. they're super into it and you know have these like long shout outs and send audio dedications from all over the world i've had them from like korea you know australia like all over europe obviously and a lot in the states too so it's been really fun and do you take all the dedications yes oh wow. yes i think there's a couple <laughs> that i've <laughs> forgotten about and been like oh shit i didn't play that it's really hard to you know slice a, sh a set up around right. things that people are dedicating and still have a really cohesive yeah i can imagine show you know that so, seems super challenging actually yeah it, it can be it's it's really fun for me though because that's my favorite part about putting uh sets together is kind of putting unexpected things together and and seeing those connections that aren't really like um you know visible um so aside from the radio show what else are you working on are you still are you working on a new record or are you touring yeah. still what's things are because <laughs> i know you well we're saying you, you had this baby two years ago yeah, i have so a that... toddler at this point i have to stop calling her a baby i guess <laughs> um so there's that i have that uh it takes up a lot of time i also have a, a job <laughs> a regular job outside of music um and then the radio show and of course tropic and you know just living and going to the grocery store and petco and shit like that so yeah. <laughs> lots of stuff um but yeah this past year 2017 was just like constant touring like we were in europe i think three times we went to china for the first time we did australia um we're gonna be in taipei uh, at the end of the year so 2017 was just packed full of shows and touring we're actually playing a festival here in los angeles um on friday oh yeah that's uh, remy's yeah restless nights or yeah. i don't know what the, i forget what the festival's called it's called cloak and dagger right very mysterious uh but uh yeah the headliner for the night we're playing is jesus and mary chain yeah and the, so we're opening the lineup night. for that is it's amazing it's bonkers yeah they did a really good job it was very very cool very well thought um kind of assembly of, of really cool artists uh but yeah so we're excited about that but um yeah so next year I'm working on a record this year we're hopefully going to be touring at some point in 2018 um I'm supposed to have a meeting with my booking agent today that I had to pass on but sorry yeah. Mia <laughs> <laughs> things are happening so yeah um, a lot it sounds like a lot of touring which I know I mean yeah. from having tons of friends who do this sometimes it can be difficult to get new music done yeah well for a lot of people it seems like when that's all they're doing it's mm -hmm. hard for them to get new music done and you've got a child and yeah all this other well stuff i mean as well. <laughs> <laughs> ironically i probably get a lot more done on the road than i do at home yeah uh i feel really productive when i'm touring which is why i like trains um it's really fun to just kind of like nerd out on stuff while you're spending you know six hours on a train but um yeah things are happening i recently moved back to uh, the east side. I was living over on the other side of the hill for a little while. Um, so yeah, I live on in Highland Park now in the, the oh, eye yeah, of yeah. the storm. If, yeah. <laughs> um, and I have a studio there, which is really cool. So, so if you're like your own studio yeah. at home or yeah. yeah, it's at home, it's a home studio and it's like 
just a dream space for me. Um, I haven't been able to have my own space for the last three years. So um, it's yeah, been really cool. Because I was reading some old interviews with you today and it sounded like the project Tropic of Cancer kind of started because you and your then partner at the time, Juan, had access mm-hmm. to a studio all yeah, of a sudden did. and that changed everything for you. Yeah, randomly we just had access to the studio at a place he used to work. And it was like full of instruments. There was everything you could imagine, synthesizers, guitars, drum kits. So that's pretty much where we, we got our start. It was like one night, like, hey, you want to come up? Like, let's hang out in the studio and like play some music. And so that's how it happened. And at that point, you'd had no real experience as a no. musician. No, I'm, I was a music writer at the time um, and a journalist, like for my day job. And um, yeah, I was just, you know, involved in a lot of stuff. I think I was DJing at that point. So I think, mean, you know, all my life, this has just been you know, coming, I think. Um, and it just was like the right time and the right place for things to kind of come together. So I feel really lucky to have had that, um, experience. Yeah. It all seems very natural and exactly like you said, it just like your music came along at the right time and really has resonated with a lot of people. Yeah. I hope so. I hope it continues to see. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you're going to DJ for us? You're going to play us some tracks? Sure. Is there any yeah. theme or idea behind the set or just um, some music you're feeling right it's now? It's kind of a mixed bag. It's stuff I've been listening to, um, obviously, stuff that people have sent me. Um, I'm probably going to open with this track uh, by a person called Patricia. And I think he's someone that lives in Brooklyn, Max. Yeah, it's Max. He lives in Brooklyn. He's just released an album on Ghostly this year. It's really amazing. Oh, I didn't know about the album. Yeah. And he played at the Bunker last year. He played at the the big synth fair uh, Machines and Music in Queens uh, this weekend. So he's like, works at Control. Yeah, this is the right venue for Max. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. My friend Ward, really good friend of mine, he runs the label called Sleeper Hold Publications. Uh And he did a really limited kind of boutique release for him that just came out. Um, Like with etching on one side, it's just like a three track EP. Oh, cool. And I'm going to start with uh, one of the more ambient tracks because it's me. (laughs) Cool. Well, why don't we get into that and just remind everybody you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. And we're going to go into this DJ set with Tropic of Cancer.
Surely. 
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We're in the mix with Tropic of Cancer, and we just have a few minutes left in the show here. Uh, As I said earlier, we'll be broadcasting every day from 6 p.m. L.A. time, and we're back tomorrow with Israel Vine, so tune into that. Uh, You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Thank <laughs> you. 